They're roughly all folklore from rabbis. It's traditions that the rabbis would pass on to their to their to teach them about Christianity. So, so hey, if, you need a, of, if you need a burp, you're allowed to burp. It's that kind of. I fun. know. Well, I'm a lady. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Have manners. Hey, two H two Fers. This is part two. Usually, this is on Thursday, but we just went too hard too fast. We're breaking this up into three parts. Uh, a lot of stuff to talk about. I don't know what we're talking about. Like, we're just gonna go too hard too fast. So sit back, buckle up, and let's go too hard too fast. Give me the boom. Boom. Oh. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome to Too Hard Too Fast. Too Hard Too Fast. Too Hard Too Fast. Too Hard Too Fast. Welcome to Too Hard Too Fast. Welcome back to Too Hard Too Fast, where we're finally decided to show up. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> hey, thanks for coming on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, even your dog showed up. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast of the century. It's the local. Right. <laughs> I know we've had this conversation before, but I always say, you know, the decolonization of the mind is the most important part because our indigenous culture is provided that that path to sexuality. You know, indigenous culture was very homo, for lack of a better word. It, it didn't have such constructs, but it wasn't until the colonization of the people that traditions were taken away that that. Um, what is it? Um, classism was taught that certain way of thinking was taught. And, and now that's why we're so restricted. I mean, it's funny that we've gone from a free based sexuality to kind of like the getting, um, what is that thing where they stick a tube up your, in- Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh- an enema. No, not an enema. Uh, <laughs> no, the botany. Just- no. What was it caught? Well, you know, back in the day, they would cure homosexuality by like putting that Le- Le- lobotomy, something like that. Le- yeah, lobotomy, lobotomize or something. Else. Yeah, something like that. And, and then we're mixing and, a couple of words together. Yeah, I think then. we're mixing a few words together. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny that American culture has gone from that to like the sexual revolution to women's rights to you know, and and it's just kind of progressed from there, and we're and we're kind of like returning back to the roots. And I think it's something kind of um, it's some there's something kind of romantic about the fact that we're we're getting to an area where free thought and and inhibitions aren't as limited as they were, that we're able to kind of uh, construct our own identity. We're kind of able to construct our own uh, belief system and spirituality and and all this, you know, and, and it's it's weird when you start talking about spirituality and, and religion when you're gay, because, you know, people are like, you can't be both. You can. You can't but, eat uh, a Chick-fil-A. Yeah. You shouldn't oh, eat a Chick-fil-A. Oh, I, <laughs> I always do that. And you always give me Anyways, we're not going to answer that people. yet. I don't judge people for their eating preferences, George. <laughs> Well, I, I would think I hope not because I have a lot of eating preferences. <laughs> We're not gonna talk about eating. <laughs> but it is a it is a it is a, a big point that I've had I've known a lot of gay people that are very much devout devote devoted to the church. Devout, like they, yeah. they're still like devout, is that the word devout? Yeah. Devour is what I'm thinking. But um they go to church, and so it is like it's always a topic as well. It's like, how do you go when they don't accept you or whatever? Yeah. But 
I mean, it's not. I don't know if you want to talk about that or not, but I know you are very much into. Yeah, the I'm race. very Catholic, and which is kind of funny because my brother always makes fun of me uh, because I am very um, decolonize your thought process, and I don't respect my colonizers and all that. And my brother's like, "Well, you respect their religion, so." <laughs> So he, <laughs> I cannot do this. Jen's over here going, "Oh my god, I love." <laughs> <laughs> but um, but I am I am very Catholic. I I do believe in God. I I go to church. Um, and and I think that's just a that's just a different journey from your identity. You know what I mean? Um, because there's well, what makes people. you what makes you like deep Catholic? And I'll say this before you answer that. I grew up very Catholic, and I um. Always went to church, was in the youth group, participated in, in retreats and all that. And then just maybe a handful of years ago, I was just like, I'm kind of done with it. Like, I don't know if, like, mm-hmm. I know I still believe, but I just don't know if I believe in the whole aspect of religion or the whole aspect of, like, have to go somewhere for it. I don't know. And, I'm, and I always tell my mom, because obviously my mom's still like, you know, she prays yeah. for me to go to <laughs> yeah, I was like, come on. Like, she always invites me. She always invites me. And I'm like, no, I don't know right now. And I always tell her, like, maybe one day I'll get back to it. But right now I'm still kind of just like, you know, toying or like tossing things. And like, do I believe in this or do I just believe my own thing now? What am I doing? I don't know. But what makes you more. You know, I think I think that's the beauty of religion and that's the beauty of God. You know, if you believe in God, I think that's the beauty of it, because um, God, God gives us the ability to have free will. So he gave us free will. That free will gives us the ability to doubt, to believe, to um, express, to think. And and that's the beauty of of why God loves us so much. You know what I mean? Um, because if God, if God wanted to, I mean, we believe that God is powerful. Okay. You know, some people will be like, okay, yeah, you believe in a, in a fictional character, you know, like, but if, if you believe it's, it's your belief system, we believe that he created the world. Um, he could just snap his fingers and we could all become believers. You know, this channel, just, yeah. End game it. End game it. Yeah. And he didn't. Why? Because religion is the journey. If, if something was given to you, you don't appreciate it, right? When you're a kid, we are given all these toys when we're little and we're playing with them. They're in the mud. They're like, you know, you take them everywhere. Uh, you know, you have your blankets. They're like in the mud. Hey. And, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when you're an adult, you work for things. And you learn to appreciate them better. You know, now you have nicer shoes. You have nicer clothes. You learn to take care of things. They're valuable to you. They're valuables. That's why they're called valuables. You know, some people call them riches. Some people call them antiques. Some people call them heirlooms. So it's kind of the some same philosophy. Some have their cultures. Yeah. <laughs> some people come with the same philosophy in religion. If God just wanted to make us all believers, we wouldn't appreciate it. But the fact that he allows us to go into suffering, that he allows us to experience life, downs, ups, happiness, sadness, those experiences is what helps us create that foundation. Because a lot of people, we tend to only ask God when we need something like, oh, God, please get me out of this or please send me money or 
but we never really remember like, hey, thanks God for letting me see. I always say, thank you for letting me open my eyes and breathe today. You know, the small things, most people sometimes they don't, they don't, I hate saying they don't wake up, you know, but you know, they go to sleep and that's it. Yeah, We're lucky every day that we get to experience life and that whether that day comes with happiness or sadness, you get to experience it. And it's kind of just the journey, the journey of faith, the journey of believing, you know, and I'm not going to say that I'm the most um, devout Catholic, but um, I've had my ups and downs and I've had the reasons of why I believe in him and why I don't and why I still doubt, you know, I'm very analytical when it comes to these type of things. And, you know, I'm just like, you're expecting to believe that Adam and Eve created the whole world. You know, it just doesn't make sense. It was sense. Adam and Steve. Yeah. Apple. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to say this. If there was Adam and Steve, maybe Steve wouldn't have eaten that apple. And we'd all be in the garden right now. I know. Chingo. I'm just I saying. Am. Hey, we need to get a woman's perspective. What do you think about Eve? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but she was necessary. Yeah, necessary evil. Well, I mean, if we're gonna look at the if we're gonna look at the Bible, you know, Eve, the story of Adam and Eve, and all of that, those are just folklore that the rabbis told. See, that's I. That's one thing I've <laughs> always talked to Worm about is like, like that, like the whole Bible, like how much of it is just like cautionary yeah. tales from like, you know, oh, we like don't the, like, like this, the, we don't like this, so let's say let's say stories about this, so we we can prevent. I mean, the first five books, the first five books of the Bible, they're called the Pentateuch. You know, they're they're roughly all folklore from rabbis. It's traditions that the rabbis would pass on to their to their to teach them about Christianity. So, so if, it you, is need a, if you need a burp, you're allowed to burp. It's that kind of. I know. Thing. Well, I'm a lady. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Have manners. <laughs> you know, and uh, so. So, you know, that that's how the, that's how stories were told. You know, how how do we know about uh La Llorona? Through yeah, story, the story, through folklore. You know, so that's how that's how the ancient teachers, the rabbis, used to pass on religion to their people. Because Christianity or Catholicism is rooted in Jewish uh, you know, roots and Jewish learnings and teachings. Uh, it's often like the the Old Testament is the roots and the New Testament is kind of the tree that grew from that roots, you know, but then it just becomes on what we choose to believe. Some people like to still look at the laws of Leviticus and, you know, that's one of the major arguments when it comes to uh, gay, you know, thou shalt not sleep with men as thou lies with women or whatever. And a lot of people take that out of context too sometimes. So I always tell them, you know, why don't you bother reading what was going on in the time of Leviticus? Maybe you'll find out. <laughs> well, hey, I don't, I don't think I know too much on the outside of what was going on. The real, real, when, uh, when seven strangers stopped being real respectful. What was that? What was, I don't remember. Oh yeah, the road, the real world. <laughs> yeah. um, I love that show. When, yeah, when they stop being respectful, they start being real. Real. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, so like one that's that's what i what's just only one aspect that i've been questioning about like organized religion is how, whoever wrote this book however many were people were part of it and then translated because also the translation obviously doesn't translate the same and who knows that it, the translation was 
respected and they just wrote down their own stuff. But like, let's go back to like that Yorona talk. Let's say that's folklore and stuff being passed down. If you really like oversimplify the Yorona story, it's like you're driving, at least from like, there's many stories. Yeah. But one of the stories is you can be driving over a river, a, a bridge, and there's a woman, you hear a woman crying, and she's asking for a ride. And all of a sudden, like, she comes up, or if you stop, whatever, like, she won't let you go or something. I don't know. You know yeah. Or she'll appear with you and follow you and stay with you. To me, that's almost like a, hey, don't pick up hitchhikers. Yeah. You see, just keep it going. Um, and so if my mom's telling me the story, my aunt, my abuela, whatever, uh, whoever, I shouldn't say whatever, whoever, it's almost like a constant story like that. Hey, I don't want him to get hurt, so don't yeah. do this. It's well, the same principle uh, as El Cucuy. Exactly. Well, yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. And why is the Cucuy in the closet? Let him come out. It's, yeah. it's why is he only in the dark, creeper? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, call the police. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> don't interrupt me. No, I'm just kidding. I already, I'm already losing train of thought here. Too hard, too fast. Um, no, no, no. Um, what bothers me is what if this person is offended with guys sleeping with guys, no matter what, no matter, no matter what's going on at that time. He doesn't like it, or she doesn't. Whoever he, because we know women that weren't writing the stories because they were being also pushed down. Uh, so he doesn't like it, uh, and it's, he says, "Oh, God says that you shall now sleep with men," and that's like his way of changing future history, mm-hmm. you know, just to avoid what he doesn't like. And again, ladies and gentlemen, it's just perspectives. It's what yeah. just thought. Again, this is a podcast about. <laughs> 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 yeah. I, sh- I should probably say I'm not a, a theological expert or or student in the seminary. <laughs> exactly, we don't we know certain yeah. stuff, but again, we're not changing. This is just from my own. This is just from my own faith based journey that has taken me twenty plus years in research. Um, well, you know, I mean, like you're saying, um, sometimes, for example, we can use Martin Luther and the the separation of church when he separated into uh, what was it um martin luther created protestant the yeah protestant? i think so yeah so you we know can say yes i mean this is too hard yeah. to pass someone like, will yes. fact check us why you know, is this is the most time i've ever had to say this on the on the podcast <laughs> this is too hard to fast we don't check facts <laughs> yeah so, you know, and, and he separated from the church because he wanted to divorce. And the church didn't allow divorce at that time. You know, so it just kind of comes as, as the, why we, why, why does religion change? Religion does change well, it's sometimes. Convenient. Yeah, that's, it's convenient. That's the word that was like, the whole thing is not convenient for one person. Well, let's make it convenient. Exactly. And you, and, you know, the Catholic church gets a lot of flack because... Uh, they're one of the churches that has not changed their in their doctrine uh, over the past 2,000 years. They have not changed it, and a lot of people are like, "You need to get with the times." And it's kind of it's kind of cool that this new Pope, Pope Francis, is very um, very open, and he's kind of more progressive than most popes have been. 
And he kind of is opening that doorway, but he's still very concentrated in the doctrine of the church, but he is very open to having dialogue. And I think that's the most important part. You know, I, I have one of my friends, um, she's a transgendered woman, and we always have this conversation. She's like, if, if I want to go to church, will I be accepted there? And I say, I honestly have to say no. But I don't say that with the, with the fact that God will not accept her. I say that with the fact that people will not accept her. Unfortunately, in Catholicism, we believe that the church is the people. And sometimes the people's opinions of what someone who is Christian looks like is not gender normative. But God loves us for who we are. You know, uh, I used to have religious education <clears throat> when I was younger. And I had a... Yeah, we all had to take the religious yeah. classes in our later life. And I, yeah, <laughs> and I had a, I had a sister. Her name was Sister Mary Justice. I don't know if she's still alive or now, but she was from the order of uh, Mother Teresa, the the Sisters of Charity. And um, you know, I remember I was taking my confirmation class, and you know, she goes up to me and she's all like, "Victor," she was this short, like just Indian lady, and she's like, "Victor, you doubt? Why do you doubt so much? You see that cross? You see Jesus Christ on that cross?" The nails, they shed his blood for you. They shed his blood for you. He died for you knowing who you were going to be and who you were going to be. And he loved you so much that he still died for you. And it's something that has always just stayed in my mind. Like it is just embedded in there. I'm like, Jesus Christ died for me knowing exactly who I was going to be. And excuse me, Jesus Christ, but I'm a piece of shit person sometimes. (laughs) And I was like, <laughs> oh, what's up, worm? <laughs> oh, the bear! <laughs> wants to see the bear! <laughs> Hold on, I can't get my, uh, my late or what? You're very late. And yeah. you missed the whole religion. We're, we're in like the last part of talking about religion. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. say something, Pop. Tell him. <laughs> oh, now he froze on us. Oh, yeah. This guy comes late and comes to the internet. Yeah, comes late and just. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to say where he's from. I'm just you can burp it out. <laughs> burp it out. <laughs> Bleep it out. All right, I think he's gone. I'm going to knock him out for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I think it froze. Okay. For continuity. He died for our sins. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of sins at one moment right there. Yeah, that just that was a whole just a, but you know, and, and it's and it's something beautiful about that. The fact that um it, and it and it comes down to even the fact that Jesus Christ um even had his own journey of faith to walk. You know, he was still tempted by the devil, he still knowingly came to this earth knowing that his father was essentially giving him up for sacrifice. You know, he was the lamb to slaughter. Yeah. And and he still chose to come down here and fulfill that will. And so sometimes it's like, okay, how do we become more Christ-like? Because to me, that's what Christianity means. How do I become more Christ-like? And geez, the, the Bible talks about two commandments, you know, the first commandment is that shall love, that shall love God above all other gods. And then the second commandment is 
um, thou shalt love your neighbor like you love yourself. You know, and those are the two is commandments. That true? I don't know if that's true. Are those the first two commandments? Not the first like two commandments. Like... They're the first two commandments of love, not the Ten Commandments. Hey, I'm also remembering the time you got a Bible verse tattooed in, in, in your oh, left. Yeah. You still got it? Yeah. Has it faded at all? It doesn't yeah, come through the camera, but. Yeah, it's Psalms 51 15. But I remember the moment I said, bro, what if you got it wrong? Like, no, we got And I told, hey, go get a Bible. Let's check this. And it was the wrong verse. But it was because you had a different Bible yeah. that had it right. But on the other one, it was something different. Yeah, I went by my Bible. <laughs> Dude, I laid into you. I hated you that day. I was like, you're such a dick. I really thought that was the end of the verse. Right. Because it's like I went hard on that. I'm over here like swallowing little. <laughs> you were all comes, proud too. Like wow, yeah, the- here comes Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, George. This is why nobody likes you, George. This is why no one wants to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so worm. I just took my phone. Worm says it's computer. His computer restarted, and he has to update. He has to update. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, worm. Oh, man. That's hey, what happens when you the religion talk, man. He wanted to talk about the religion talk. I'll have a, I, hey, well, tell, him, tell him we'll have a Zoom privately. The private one, yeah. Maybe we'll do it for Thursday's part two. No, I'm just kidding. We've had enough religion. I already, the Pope is calling me and going, hey, you guys. Yeah. Hey. I already got a um, a message from the diocese. Like, hey, don't me- don't mention us. <laughs> <laughs> You've already said it too much. Yeah. Oh, Jen wanted me to ask one question. She has two, but first one is: uh, Are there any other things that y- that you have in your life, like religion, even with being decolonized? I don't know what that means. Oh, like. Decolonizing my religion? No, like, you know how you said, like, your brother always makes fun of you because, like, you're... Oh, because like, I believe in religion? So, yeah, you used to believe in religion. Um, are there any other things in your life that you're like, oh, well, I'm still going to, like, hold true to this, even though it's a part of, like, that colonization? Or- yeah, I, th- I think for the most part, the religion is the big one. Okay. Um, and I'm like, and, and it's been a hard battle, actually. Because, tell me what does indigenous because, mean, or is that I've the same been, thing? I've been slowly trying to decolonize, decolonize that. Also, I can't even say the word. Yeah, um, as well, and so religion is definitely like a big one in my life. Not that religion's big as big as it is for you, but I'm learning things, and I'm just like, ugh, you know, like yeah, you can get you can get put off and, easily. Yeah, yeah, so, I understand. I don't know where I'm at on that, but yeah. So I was like, oh, I wonder <laughs> if he has any. Oh, where he wants me to go, but I was like a mess. Just because I don't know how it's coming through. Oh, I can hear. I can hear her. Anywho, let me throw my hair back up because. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was like, oh my gosh, let me talk to Victor about it because I can't talk to Jorge about it because he's like. <laughs> What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> um, but like, so I'm slowly like kind of trying, like learning or doing that or like trying to like decolonize. Um, 
because I've always felt it, but I never knew what it was. You know what I mean? Like, I never knew why or, like, what, what was in me that caused all these, or not caused, but, like, I had stirred all these feelings. So, I was just like, oh, okay, like, I wanted to get your perspective on it. Yeah, I, I think, and I think my thing is, okay, because, um, I, for example, I, I mentioned before I'm queer, indigenous, I'm an artist, and, yeah. like, for you see my artwork back there, we were talking about it earlier, and um, part of my artwork is influenced by Mexican culture and indigenous culture. Um, and, and now I've identified more, um, more indigenous than I do Mexican, you know, because our, our ancestry is indigenous. Right. And like, I want to do the DNA test so that I know, like, I've always wanted like a beautiful, like headpiece tattoo. And yeah. like, George is like, why? Like you more yeah, you don't, you're, you're like i don't want to appropriate culture or like i know and i'm just like i'm mexican though like i internally like i feel like that is my culture that i have known nothing about but i yeah. love it like i i'm um oh i think we're trying to come on um that like i feel connected to in some way and <laughs> what are you doing and um but like i had nobody to talk to about you know yeah you should have on, on this too. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Worm, what are you doing? Shit, what's up? <laughs> what's up, Worm? Hey, my computer's not working. I had to log in on my phone. Hey, Victor, I'm sorry, bro. What? Hey, George, you have where you live on there, man. <laughs> I know. I know. It says. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't come on. on the I'm end. glad that's inaccurate. <laughs> Yeah, you're like 50 miles away from there, right? Just kidding. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like, I was wondering if you had any other kind of thing. Yeah, and and you know what? Actually, my my uh, uh, I want to I don't want to say like affinity, but like my love for culture came from my time in San Antonio, um, because prior to that, the school system, you know, Texas school system does not teach you about mm-hmm. Mexican culture at all. Like the closest we get to Mexican culture in Texas is Texas uh history in junior high yeah and you just know? like and, and it's just the alamo and even then the mexicans were the bad people and the yeah, only and one you hear it. is santa ana and that's yeah. it and you're just like okay i don't know yeah oh we're santana <laughs> that's it i know that's it you know and then uh, you know the funny part is is a lot of people think santana died in the alamo yeah everybody thinks we won the battle yeah. at the alamo or so yeah, and, and I, I was looking at it the other day because i was like where did Santana die? He died in Paris, like of <laughs> old age. Oh, wow. See, I thought he did die in battle here. I just I'm didn't joking. think it was out. Yeah. And you know, the funny part is like my, my tia comes and visits us here in, in, in Oak Cliff. And um, she comes from Guanajuato. And in Mexico, Santana was not revered as a, as a war hero. Oh. Which I think is a funny thing, you know? And yeah. and. But but that that's where my that's where my my kind of um, love for culture came about is going to school in San Antonio, and uh, I used to have Miss um, Deborah Vasquez. She's still the art. She's still an art professor at Our Lady of the Lake. Um, if you've seen her, she drives that little yellow truck. Dang, <laughs> totally yeah. just put her up. <laughs> I know, just put her up. Well, I love her. I love Debra Quetzpalin Vasquez. She was the art professor when I was there. And um, she she just threw me in and emerged me into the world of culture. Like, uh, she used to be the art director for uh, Galeria Tonantzin uh, over there by the Guadalupe Cultural Arts Center. 
and um, I used to work with her. Me and Monica uh, would work with her after school. And um, it, w- it was the best. We got to collaborate and work with other artists. And, and it's just kind of where I learned um, culture. And it led me down the path of finding, like, what is it? And, that, and that's why now I'm more identifying with indigenous culture than Mexican. Um, because Mexican is still a terminology that was placed by our colonizers. That's what I was telling George. And he's like, oh, my God, Jennifer, here you go. And I'm just like, but no, like this, like I'm passionate about this. Like this is something that yeah. I'm. And it's true because when you really start to think about it, our family was we're in the Americas. So if Native American tribes like the Cherokee, you know, the Navajo Nation, they're considered Native American, uh, which, you know, it's like we are a native to America. Our our family was here. Our ancestors were here. They traveled from the northern United States. That's why when you really start to compare, uh, like, in uh, Indian nations, I don't, I don't like saying indigenous nations. Um, there's people in Alaska that look like people in Peru. Yes. Yeah. You know, there's similarities, and that's why I identify more with what indigenous culture has because. It's more authentic to who we are. Yeah, our colonizers played a big part in our class system because we are, you know, thanks to them, if you weren't white and beautiful or like, you know, sharp features. Like me? Like you. We're exactly like you. (laughs) That that nose is That's white on my birth certificate, so. And I'm beautiful. And that as well. Or like, you know, like all that. It's like always frustrating. Yeah, Yeah. beauty trends. I know, like, I'm... I guess because people throughout my whole life, like I've heard like, oh, you're not Mexican enough. Like I've heard that a lot, like multiple times. And then like friends that were from the border, even like Jorge. And I'm just like, okay, but like, that's fine. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not, like I'm third generation, like San Antonian, you know, like, you know, American or whatever you want to call it. And so like, it never really like bothered me. Cause I'm just like, eh, like that's fine. It, Cause I've always had something else. Like I, but I'm this, like I've, I've always thought like, but that's okay because I'm more like, like native or you know at the time or whatever so it's just like you know there's that there's that saying like when you're cooking that um you know they're like how do you measure your cooking or i was like is he sounding on twice yeah yeah why so what oh you know what one for him worm times two yeah Yeah. worm squared worm squared yeah, worm squared. The world oh. doesn't need worm square. Popovich. Popovich. <laughs> He's so cute. Oh, he derailed in the podcast, so but here we go. Um, I don't no, no, you're good. Hey, worm, I can't hear you though. I know we can't hear you. Oh, my bad. That was him as a kid, and now I'm leaving. All right. <laughs> no, that was. Oh, you should have left the mic. Oh, get drunk, Victor. I just wanted the people to know. Okay. So ain't nothing without me, Victor. I'm sure you felt that. Talk. Yeah, I, I was I was feeling the joke. Yeah, we'll have to have a conversation. I know we are gonna have to have a conversation. We'll invite you back on for another in for the indigenous podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the cultural aspect. The cultural aspect. <laughs> All right, two H2 efforts. I think once again, wow. I'm ending the conversation here for part two. There's going to have to be a part three. There's so much to talk about. But with that said, I don't want to say too much because I think part three really get into a lot. Worm, what are you going to say, though? Hey, 
Oak Cliff. Oh, shit. That's my oh. head. <laughs> Oak Cliff. Oak Cliff. Yeah. That's my hood. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I just got here. Hey, stick around for part three. Subscribe to Hard Too Fast Podcast. Worm finally joined us. He showed us his dog. Jennifer. Jen took over the Both podcast for a while. Like I went for I went for a potty break. And then yeah. all of a sudden, like she's interviewing Victor. That's so good. Okay. Cool. Uh but with that said, remember, Derby you, Derby Weird. Bye.